the Ali B. Artiste podcast, creativity, beauty, empowerment, and love. Hey, and welcome back. My name's Olivia, and I'm your host. So I've been really self-reflective, I guess, a lot of my life that I can think of. Um, I've always been a somewhat of like a peacemaker slash people pleaser where I would always look at my actions and look at what I was doing and, and see how it affected people and how, um, how I could influence my actions in order to make everyone else at ease. And I've always loved doing that. But I think I've, well, I've definitely um, abandoned myself in doing so. And so while it's obviously not preferred for me to abandon myself in or in for the sake of others, um, I also found that I was able to embrace my passion and my love and my um, yeah, I guess my passion for wanting to help others to feel at ease, to help others to be happy, I guess. And when I got divorced, I think that was really a turning point for me because I realized how much I did for other people. And I realized how toxic it became. And while it came out of love, it came out of the best intentions for other people. I wasn't at acting out of love for myself. And so I've spent the past few years really just diving deep into myself. And sometimes I take it really, really seriously. <laughs> and sometimes I, I've gone into some really deep spirals because I always thought there was something wrong with me. I always thought that there was something wrong with me having so much love for other people. And, and I, I just, I felt like I didn't fit into this world because people can be so cruel and people can be so mean for like no reason <laughs> sometimes, many times. And it's really, I've learned that that's just, it's just a product of their own life and whatever situation they're going through. And however they feel about themselves is kind of how they treat other people. Um, but I've gone into situations that took me away from myself, that brought me to um, neglecting myself. And yet I've found that I always have come back to myself in a way. I've always come full circle, learned something, learned many things, and then come back to myself with 
so much more knowledge and so much more awareness and so much more love for myself. And so there were definitely time, I mean, there were definitely large chunks of time that I've put my effort into other people. I was married for 11 years. Um, so that was a huge chunk of time that I spent uh, giving and giving and giving. Um, and not really allowing enough for myself. And before that, it was like little exchanges here and there. I was really um, promiscuous as a teenager. And I uh, had a lot of a lot of sexual partners. And it was really just because I didn't I didn't have a great upbringing, and I didn't have a lot of guidance throughout my childhood and learning about myself and learning about relationships and stuff. And so I kind of had to figure it out on my own. And, um, and so I, I kind of thought sex was just a way to have intimacy with someone. I thought that was like the only way I thought that the only way that someone could really see me was if they could see my, my naked body and do whatever they want with it. And so obviously those experiences really shaped me to be in a position of, of just giving myself away. And when I got divorced, I kind of jumped back into that, that promiscuity and because I didn't really know any better, I guess I didn't know how to be myself in the world. And I think these experiences that we long for, that we strive for are there to really help us to discover ourselves because every encounter that I had with a person would help me to understand more about myself and more about what I didn't want and more about what I loved about myself. And I wasn't able, wasn't willing to sacrifice and I'd sacrificed so much throughout my life and being divorced, being single and dating less and less because I, I'm, I'm more, realizing that I bring myself more peace than anybody else could. <laughs> um, and kind of realizing the toxicity in the world and realizing the, um, these beliefs on sexuality and relationships that have kind of been uh, misconstrued and I don't know, taken, taken, uh, many different directions, which works for some people, not for me. <laughs> um, and so I, I find my, yeah. So I find myself losing myself less and less because I'm able to still be centered and grounded in myself while I'm in different experiences. Well, and I, I mean, it's not even about dating anymore because I haven't dated in a long time and I'm not really um, 
I guess I'm open to it, but I haven't found any examples of men that would really be able to hold a safe container for me. Um, Cause I've, I've spent so much time and so much effort really developing self-respect and self-love and for like a really special person needs to be in a place to, um, in order to be able to lift me up in those areas and someone who's also done that kind of work for themselves. Um, it's really hard for women and, <laughs> but I digress. Um, I guess, so it's not so much, not always in relationships. It's like friendships. It's like ex uh, experiences, it's creations, anything we like pursue in life and ideas that, you know, I've had these business ideas that I've wanted to, that I've toyed around with pursuing and I put my all, like all sorts of energy into it and all sorts of, uh, I don't know, ways that I could implement. And I, I try to go in a direction like that, but then it, um, I find myself putting myself in other people's shoes that are, uh, similar, you know, who, who pursue similar things. And it kind of takes me away from my own purpose, which is okay. But it's like, I lose myself in that passion. I lose myself in that pursuant in pursuing that. And then, and then eventually I, I kind of recognize that I'm going out of control into it and that I'm able to kind of pause and step back and remind myself what I'm actually here for, what I'm actually doing, what do I want to prioritize in my life. And it's just, it's so interesting how all of life has such an influence on us and all of life can you know, anything in life can take our attention away and take our energy away. And because we allow it to happen and we don't realize that we allow it because we don't really have that, that uh, depth of awareness of ourselves quite yet, which is okay. But we do like, we allow ourselves to be engaged in these agreements and, and, be influenced by one thing or another. And, but then we always bring ourselves back home at some point. We, we're never really stuck forever. We're always able to come back and breathe into our body and, and remind ourselves of what we want to do and, and what kind of life we want to live. And it's interesting. I think of this on, on the, um, in relation to like my experience with spiritual coaches, spiritual gurus, um, authors and speakers that I've listened to, um, where we kind of like when we want to embrace a certain aspect or a certain energy, it's like, 
we take on the identity, we take on a facade of this person that portrays it. Like for me, um, I, I've read The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle like probably four or five times over the past year, maybe year or two. And I listen, I listen many, many hours of Alan Watts lectures on YouTube. And I've found myself kind of taking on the persona of Alan Watts or taking on the persona of Eckhart Tolle and trying to embody that in order to implement the messages or implement the energy that they are portraying in their books, in their um, lectures and whatnot. And a lot of it for the stuff that I'm trying to portray, this, the energy that I'm trying to portray or pursue or embody, I guess, has really, especially in the past couple of years, has been just being present in my life. And so I know I, I talk a lot about presence and the importance of it, but that's really, I mean, that's, that's I guess that's my thing. <laughs> I guess I keep coming back to it because coming back to yourself is coming back to being present with yourself, is coming back to the now, to the, the present moment, the coming back to reality and right now the now the present is reality it's facts it's not about emotions it's not about thoughts it's not predicting it's not um thinking of the past it's it really is the fact it's just being it's just here and i think in life we're all you know we try to pursue these things which is it's okay. And that's good. It's good that we pursue these things because that's how we, um, that's how we express ourselves. It's how we make changes in the world. It's how we create new ways of thinking and new ways of being. And, but at some point in pursuing all of that, we, we, we come back to ourselves. I almost said we have to, but we don't, I mean, we don't have to, but we do. It just happens at some point or another at many different points in our lives. And we end up coming back to ourselves and we remind ourselves like what it is we want to pursue and remind ourselves why we do the things we do and why we love it so much and what makes our hearts just sore I think through life, through all this pursuing and through all these expectations that like society places on us and all these, you know, we look on social media and we think we're supposed to be like this, that, or the other thing. And we watch TV. Well, I don't watch much TV anymore, but watching the news, watching TV, and there's like the, these particular types of people or types of ways that we think that we're supposed to be like and a way that we're, we think that we're supposed to live because other people said so, because other people laid that um, template for us to follow. But, but who says that we have to follow that template? I mean, it's there, 
it's definitely useful to be there for, for those who are lost, for those who don't know where to start. It's definitely a, a it is a starting point, but, but I think over time we've just kind of lost sight of what life really is about. We're always trying to get more and more and more out of life. And this is something I struggle with with my kids because they um, they always want material thing. They want, they want, I don't know. They just, they want, they want. <laughs> it's always about getting more and more and more. And it's hard to uh, break out of that. And I've, I've broken out of that, but it's hard to teach that when when we're in this society that wants more and more. And, um, and we think that we're, you know, if we don't have a lot, then we're somehow less than other people or we're somehow um, not worthy or not valuable. And it sucks. Having that kind of mindset really sucks because because it, it kind of takes you away from being able to see your own worth, being able to see your own power, being able to see how, how valuable you actually are. And, and, and realizing that you have everything that you need and that there's so much in life that can be cherished, I guess. There's so much in life that's just beautiful. And it's like we're so used to it where we give it, we, um, we overlook many things because it's always there, like the sun shining or the moon at night or a flower at the si first sight of spring or the first snow or the second snow or the 10th snow or the 10th flower. It's like, it's like when, when we're used to seeing it, when it's uh, an everyday occurrence, then we lose the gratitude for it. We lose the, the magic of that thing. But when you're really present and when you're really embracing life at every moment, then you get to see the magic in everything over and over and over and over and over again, including yourself, coming back to yourself so you can look in the mirror and see the light emanating from your eyes. or taste the sweetness of a juicy strawberry or feel the touch of a luscious leaf in your living room. Enjoy the smell of an incense burning.
even like the sound of running water, just turning on the tap to wash your hands or wash the dishes. Watching the leaves fall and the bare branches show their rawness. Seeing words and affirmations that tell you that you belong here, that tell you that love is patient and kind, that say thank you and I love you. It's okay if we get lost. It's okay if we are taken away from these things. Because that's, I guess that seems like it's part of the journey. Otherwise it would just be boring if everything was perfectly okay all the time. And it's not that bad things won't ever happen to you. But I think a lot of it has to do with our perception of life too. Because you never know when a perceivingly bad thing will actually be opening doors for many, many good things. We never realize how much connected, connecting, blah, blah. <laughs> we don't realize how much things are connected to each other. And how one thing plays a part in, I don't know, just things play a part in each other so much. And when you're really present and when you, when you just see what's happening right now and you trust yourself and you understand the oneness of the world and you understand the interconnectedness of everything then it's not that bad. Everything's not that bad. Even the worst thing that happens is not that bad. Because life always moves on and new things always happen. There's always something good coming. There's always something good coming. A smile from a stranger. A hug a phone call, a meme, a flower, a painting, a card. There's always something good coming. <laughs>